Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And uh, I'm really excited because I have another podcaster that I'm interviewing on this show today. So let me introduce you all to the CEO and founder of United Monogram, Sean Lowry. His website is united-monograms.com. And as I also mentioned, he is also a podcaster. You can learn more about his podcast show at seanlowry.show. And let me just spell his name for you in case you can't spell that. That's S-E-A-N-L O-W-E-R-Y period show, S-H-O-W. With that said, Sean, welcome to the show. Jen, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, yeah. you seem awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you. Oh, good. Sweet. I always I always love it when people seem to like me off the bat. That I feel like <laughs> very, that's already you're very likable. You're very oh. likable, it seems. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do have to brag that I've recently, this is like off, like off the show, but I've recently been awarded as an award-winning podcaster. So oh. you are talking to an award-winning podcaster here. Wow. So I'm, I must be good at this. <laughs> I, I have zero awards. Are you better than me? <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. I'm sure you're not, I'm sure I'm not better than you, but it is nice <laughs> to get recognized for, you know, hard work um, and really just having a love for what you do. So, you know, speaking of which, Sean, you are, as I mentioned, the CEO and founder of United Monogram. So let's start off there. What is United Monogram and what do you want our listeners to know about your company? So United Monograms, we're the number one online shop for monograms, which is personalized clothing for girls. And uh, it's, it's, it's your initials. And actually mm -hmm. a monogram is your first initial and then your middle or then your last name is in the middle and then your uh, middle name is the third letter. And it's actually a very Southern uh, tradition. Like when I'm looking at my Google analytics and I see all the people shopping across the country, it's always kind of like in the Southern states. So nice. yeah, it's monograms. They're very popular uh, in the, around, the, around the South and we're trying to spread the trend across the country, but it's cool. It's personalized clothing. And it's for girls, and we found a great niche of customers in this business. Yeah. Well, obviously, um, don't take offense to this because it might sound offensive. How did you get <laughs> into the women's clothing industry? Because obviously, I'm looking at you, and I'm like, huh, there, there has to be a reason other than he wanted to make personalized monogram shirts for himself. <laughs> for himself. Yeah, I love this question, and I think there's a good business lesson here. So when I first started, I was in my mom's basement. I started selling T-shirts, all kinds of different things. Mm football team I liked, uh, like America themed 4th of July shirts and uh, everything was going along. And then my, my now wife, we just got married about a month and a half ago. Oh, congrats. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Wow. Then, uh, at the time she was just my girlfriend, but she was a kindergarten teacher and she got involved. And that was really helpful for me because I love the business side and I'm not as good at the design and the look mm. and making everything look pretty. Mm -hmm. So she got involved, started making some girls clothing for our site that was called United Tees. And it was selling much better than the guy stuff. So she started making like a little Etsy shop on the side and people just started asking about monograms. She actually convinced wow. me to get an at-home embroidery machine. And I was like, I don't know about this. This seems like a lot of work. I'm not convinced about it. And she convinced me to get it. It was a little at-home embroidery machine. We now have like eight <laughs> industrial machines. Uh, but 
little by little, more of the sales sales started coming from monograms over mm-hmm. time. And then I had to, I got to the point where I said, wow, this is a great niche. I never thought I would fall upon this niche. It happened slowly. Yeah. I was resistant to it at first. And also the stuff that I was selling on United Tees was kind of more like guys tank tops, patriotic, like funny 4th of July, George Washington tank tops and stuff like yeah. that. And I had to make a business decision that, wow, this business looks like it's going to be a lot better. We already have it underway. And I decided to kind of shift and put all my energy towards the monogram thing. So the lesson there is I still enjoy my day-to-day life because I love running the business. That's the thing Mm -hmm. I like the most, even more than the product, like growing the, the, the systems and the processes and the people. So I still get to love what I do, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't like, no, this this original idea was my idea, and I wasn't stubborn. I I right. decided went to go where the market was leading me, yeah. And that turned out to be a great decision. I never thought that I would be selling girls' clothing, but it's and it's funny. I'm actually the one who writes a lot of like the copy if we do like a Facebook post. <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually and me me and Shelby we did a email contest over like mm. a, three months where we sent out an email and she put a subject line and I put a subject line and we AB tested them to see who had more opens and I would always beat her. So I'm the one I writing like, you you look cute in this pink shirt and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah we, we have a great connection with our customers and I know them very well. I know what they like. And that's just, I love that element of business, even though I'm selling girls clothing. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think that's something worth appreciating because I think that most people try to get into business uh, for something they're passionate about or something that they're good at. And uh, not saying that you're not good at, you know, creating women's <laughs> clothing or anything. It's just that you found this opportunity with your wife and you saw that you were more business savvy in a sense, and you were able yes. to do the business side. And so, you know, I think I think you can take that skill set anywhere um, once you master that. Uh, just like if I think if you know how to master marketing, you can take that skill set anywhere right. in any industry. Right. For you in this current you know season or this current stage of your life, it happens to be with women's clothing, and yeah. I think that's really awesome. I also love hearing that you and your wife work together. My husband and I yeah. work together too in our business, and I, I can only imagine. Um, you know, the dynamics that, you know, take place in that type of relationship and trying to find the balance. So do you mind telling us a little bit about that for maybe our listeners who are in business with their um, spouses or want to be in business with their spouses? Absolutely. She's incredible. And the first thing I like to say is I don't like to have this vision of ourselves as like a little mom and pop shop because I want to grow to be a huge company. We're coming up on 20 employees, Mm. but we do absolutely run it and we started it together. So she's amazing. And she is really good at uh, running like the operations, like she mm. kind of helps like get the shirts going. So she does the operations, she has the sales, she pretty much does everything. And honestly, I feel like I don't have that much advice besides for, besides for the fact that I'm I'm lucky because she's great. We oh, have a good relationship it. together and we started it together and we both have a vested interest in it. And we just, and this goes outside of working as a couple, we're just always trying to be positive because we've had, mm. we've had downtimes in business and we fought through them. And we're always positive. Sometimes we do talk about work at home. We mix them up a little bit, but we know when, when to turn it off once in a while, rarely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think mostly uh, we're just lucky that we both enjoy what we do. And we actually aren't together like all the time. Like I actually right. have my own little office that's over here. We have separate jobs and we actually kind of have to schedule business meetings. Uh, like once a week, I we have a sales, a sales meeting with one other person at the same time each week. So that makes sure that we cover those topics. Um, but if you can make it work, whether your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, it's a really rewarding experience because it can enhance the business because you're always kind of thinking about it. And yeah, it's been great for me. 
Yeah, I agree. I think um, at least in 2020, being stuck at home, I mean, my husband and I already work together and work at home, but I think just that added pressure of like, you can't have a social life during the pandemic. So what are you going to do? We're going to talk to each other. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about business, you know, we're going to yeah. talk about. And so what I, and I like how you say, uh, how you mentioned that you and your wife actually schedule time for business meetings, because I feel like that's something that we just started doing because I think it's just being able, like just being able to communicate like those professional boundaries, like, Hey, okay, this is independent work time. Like I'm in my office, like you're in your right, office. Right. Like he's like downstairs right now. And I'm like, yeah. this is my room, no dog in this room. Okay. Like I gotta like, right, right. you know, focus. And so yeah. I think, I think that's really good advice to share to our listeners in terms of like, you know, if you do work with a spouse to have those time, time yeah. frames or those time schedules. It's also, it's also nice because we'll chit chat about something small and then we'll kind of both forget about it. So that's when we can actually have the computer in front of us and like make sure we go down the list of things we actually need to do. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Sean, uh, I have in my notes here that you're running a seven figure e-commerce clothing business. That's right. And I have to ask you, I know you already mentioned uh, the fact that you adapted over time, how you went from doing men's clothing to women's clothing, but you have to tell me what else is your secret to having growing, having grown such a su successful business? Well, the first thing was finding the niche. So once we decided we had the monogram niche, then we just started uh, building our social media presence. And mm -hmm. that was, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of just find other people who like some other monogram companies and started kind of following them. And basically, here's the system. People like something, they buy it from our site, and then they're on our email list, and then we resell to them. And then we take that email list that's mm -hmm. now about 300, four, three, over 300,000 people, and we can put that into Facebook. Mm. And then Facebook will create a lookalike audience that's right. called of, of those 300,000 people. And then they'll pop out 1.2 million people that you can then run ads to on Facebook. And then those people buy from your site, they get in your email list. And it's kind of just uh, a cycle of finding people who like your thing, gathering them in a group. And then just continue to do what you do. And, and we do a lot of Facebook ads. We find a lot of uh, new customers through Facebook. And they also own Instagram too. So Facebook and Instagram. Right, right. So yeah, they know who our customer is. We know who our customer is. And we just have continued to serve them. It was slow at first. And then every year it's bigger and bigger. And I'm very proud that we have a lot of return customers. About 38, 40% of our orders are from return customers, which wow. is, means we did something right in the whole process. You know, they like the product. They got it in a reasonable amount of time. They like the experience they had. We always put like little candy and cute things like in the packages. So yeah, that's basically been the system. We found the niche and then we just continue to serve the niche over and over. And we know what they like. It's, it's funny, yeah. like coffee themed stuff is really popular, like caffeine queen with a monogram in the middle. And once yeah. we found that one went off, then we're like, okay, we need to sell more coffee themed shirts. So we find what our audience likes. And then we just give them more of it and we continue mm. to just keep giving it to them and always putting out new things. And uh, we actually do a live Instagram show uh, once a week, which engages with the customers and we do giveaways. And then we also have a big secret that we had that, that was great is we started a private Facebook group. It's, mm. called the, it's called the Diamond Club and everyone in there is the gems. And that's like our VIP group wow. where we ask, we ask them uh, certain questions. We give them early access to sales. So it's kind of like we got a bunch of people who are the biggest advocates of the brand all grouped together. Yeah. And then, and then they comment on other stuff and it makes it look like we have a big following, which we do. And then that other people want to get involved in it. So just being consistent over the last four years of being committed to this audience and growing it 
and sticking with it and really learning what they like and just giving it to them. Yeah, I think the common theme you had mentioned there is commitment, like just uh, being being open to what people like, you know, listening to what their needs are, what they're interested in, and really just building upon that, and then building upon that, building upon that. And so it sounds like you've uh, really uh, been focused in that kind of way. Um, I'm curious if maybe you've ever had a time where you weren't as focused, you know, where maybe you, you were a little, let's say scatterbrained and you tried to do a lot of things and, and you're just like that just obviously, you know, you wouldn't be doing this if, if, if you were still doing those things, but like, was there ever that time where you kind of felt like you're a little scattered and, and trying to find that niche? (laughs) I mean, yeah, Uh, before that, before we found the niche, I mean, I definitely was trying different things and I always try to like be committed to one thing at a time when, when Mm -hmm. you're, when you're, when you have a niche, but then I like to make decisions quickly and then uh, pivot and change them and change them slowly. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been scatterbrained before, but we've been focused on the monogram niche. And then me starting my podcast was, I did that at a time where everything was kind of going well with the business. And I mm-hmm. still put most of my attention to that, but that maybe actually helps me kind of talk, get out some of my ideas about other stuff about business. And then I go back and just focus on, on serving our audience. So yeah. It's yeah, it's hard to if you're scatterbrained, it's 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 a tough thing I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs deal with. That's why I think I think dealing with two things or three things is a level up as an entrepreneur. And mm. it's it's I think it's hard to start with three things. Some mm. people give the advice of start with a lot of things and see what you like. Mm. I'm not so sure about that. I think you need to start with one thing, really, really focus on it, become really good at it, go through a few struggles with it, and then know if that's gonna be successful. And if it's successful, then maybe you have the baseline of income where and automation and systems where you can have the time to dive into something else. That's the way I suggest new entrepreneurs to do it. Yeah, I absolutely. I think, um, you know, if you stick with one thing long enough and you do really well at it, you can translate those skills into something else. It's kind of like if you become the master business person, as we talked about earlier, if you know how to run a business, it doesn't necessarily matter, you know, what you're, you know, what type, what you're selling. It's about the fact that, you know, the structure, you know, the marketing, you know, you know, you know how to put it together or systematize it in a way for that product or what have you to be successful. Right. Yeah. There's a quote that it's like the average millionaire has six income streams or something like that. But I think it's because they became millionaires through one thing. And then once they were huge, they invested in other things and started some other things. But you can't be an expert at running a business until you actually are successful running a business. So right. yeah, I think I'm at the stage where maybe in a few years I can have multiple businesses, but right now I still have a, a long way to go to grow yeah. this Yeah. And that's okay. That's totally yeah. okay. I am curious to know, we talked a little bit about your podcast. So tell us, um, you know, how did this podcast uh, get started? I know you hinted a little bit about it was at a time where you felt like you were at a level of success, but why did, why did you choose to start it and uh, even, even sustain it today? Well, I am surrounded by uh, girls clothing all the time. So <laughs> it's good to have another outlet. I, I, I love thinking and talking about business and talking with people like you and I just wanted to do it. I don't know. I mean, anyone, if you wanted to start a radio show 20 years ago, you would have had to it on a radio show, which is it's nearly true. impossible. Right. So it's true, amazing. True. It's amazing today that you can start it up. I honestly just wanted to do it. I'm 70 episodes in. Mm. It's been growing. And now I'm looking at, as I've got equipment and lights and I have someone helping me, I'm like, ooh, this could actually maybe grow into my second business as some type of like media company, mm. uh, like investing into it, maybe hiring other podcasters or something like that. But I just wanted to do it, one, for fun, two, because I just love talking about business, and three, 
I don't know. It's just cool to have all this stuff documented. If they have robots one day and yeah. they can take all your data and put it into a little machine and then you can live on as a robot, the more data they have, the better your robot will be. So, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> Maybe like, <laughs> my, kids, my kids can see more about me in the future. And I think it's just cool. We, all, we only have a little uh, point on this whole long life where we're alive and we're on the earth. And I think it's cool to kind of document some of it. So yeah, that's, that's why I just decided to do it. Yeah, I agree with you. One thing I love about podcasting is, I mean, I used to be, and I still am, I, I love journaling. I love just writing for myself. Uh, but what I come to find is like, as I started to just talk to people, I was like, well, why not record it? You, you know, like, why not record it to share with other people? And in a way too, because of my introvert nature, it's like, I only want to repeat myself so many times. So it's like, <sighs> hey, if you want to hear me, listen, you know, listen to this podcast, right. you know? Exactly. But I also really like how you said that it's a way to, uh, document like your own history, you know, for your, for your kids. Um, so that one day they, they can look back like, Oh my God, like daddy was like a media person, you know, like he did a lot right. of stuff. Like this is how he was able to build his business. So right. you're, you're sort of leaving this, um, legacy, you know, to your right. kids. Yeah. Imagine if, imagine if Bill Gates or Steve jobs, when they were like in their twenties recorded a podcast every week and you kind of see how they were thinking yeah. that would be, that would be golden to go back and be able to like kind of see some of that and see how they were thinking and how things have changed. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool little, uh, yeah, just that breadcrumb documentation and, that's a cool, I like looking at it that way. It gives me motivation to kind of keep going. Keep yeah, going. definitely. Or, you know, it's always, it's like that uh, uh, audio diary that you'll always have, like public diary. Right, <laughs> of right. Course. Yeah, and, right. I might as well make it public. I, 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 like, I like putting myself out there. And uh, it's also helped me kind of just continue working on the skill of facing fear, which I think is important because yeah. it's kind of, you put yourself out there, you know, you, you just have your friends and family on Instagram and then you start doing this and they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is interesting. And, yeah. and then once you grow outside of your friends and family and you have people who like, like what you do, then you're like, Oh, this is cool. I've, I've reached another level. I've pushed past like my small circle and yeah. now I'm, I have a bigger network and it's great. It's just uh yeah, way to kind of push past that and become a more worldly person who's in touch with more people. And, and I like that too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, here at our company, at up, up My Influence, we're really big on like pushing podcasting for a million reasons, but everything that we said today are part of those reasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, just something for our listeners to keep in mind. Um, Sean, before we uh, wrap up, I do want to make sure that I've covered all my bases when it comes to United Bonagram. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about your company? We are going to be 10 times bigger in a few years than we are now. We're growing mm. fast. As far as if someone's listening and they're a potential customer, I would say go check out our site. We have some amazing personalized gifts for the holidays. They're, that's go. usually our biggest time of the year because they're great, thoughtful gifts. It means we thought about it in advance. <laughs> and uh, and if people who are interested from the business side, uh, if I can build a business that is growing, we're moving from th uh, 3,500 square foot building to a 22,000 square foot building early next year. Wow. I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm not like the most genius guy. If I can build a business that has grown to millions in revenue and has continued growing, then anyone can do it. So get started and have fun. And if you are scared to do it and you'll regret it one day, if you don't start mm -hmm. a business and if you do it and you don't like it, I know some people who started businesses, didn't like it, stopped doing it. And that's great. Now they yeah. know. Now they never have that regret. So if I can yeah. do it, anyone can do it. Any listener can do it. And uh, yeah, go after your goals. And being an entrepreneur is very rewarding. 
Yeah. And just to add upon that, I, I really like how you said, like, just do it, even if you um, try it and you don't like it, because it's better to have tried it and said, like, well, that didn't work out, as opposed to, man, I wish I did that, because that would have been, right. you know, the perfect time. And, you know, I think that a lot of people, at least a pre-pandemic, um, who've been putting off stuff to do, they, case, they keep saying, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then when the pandemic happens, um, people are like, oh, man, I can't do that anymore. You know, it's like they have that kind of regret. But you can always come up with an excuse if you want one. You can always, <laughs> you can you always find one. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, Sean, I really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. It's been a blast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, yeah, any any final thoughts? I, I feel like I pulled a lot out of you, but any any final thoughts that you want to share to our listeners? Just love everyone. And, uh, <laughs> and that's it. Be cool, happy. Cool. Be, be happy that we're alive in this amazing world and this amazing time. Yes, amen to that. Awesome. Uh, to our listeners, again, this is Sean Lowry. He is the CEO and founder of United Monogram. His website is united-monograms.com. You could also check out his podcast show at seanlowry.show. Once again, that's spelled S-E-A-N-L-O-W-E-R-Y dot S-H-O-W. With that said, thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.